Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world, of course. Now, join me for the journey, will you? Let me ask you a question. Do you like bullies? I mean, do you seek out people or scenarios where there is a high likelihood that you'll be scared or intimidated? Or do you tend to run the other way, you know, for your mental health? Well, you might have an answer in your brain, but is it the answer that is going to serve you in a sustainable way in your life and your speaking business? Well, that's our topic today, running towards intimidation. And our guest today is a bully hunter, Scott Carley. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Robert. Man, it's so good to be here on Speakernomics, and I can't wait to launch into that word, intimidation. Oh, yeah. So, Scott, you bought a, you brought a fanny pack of fantastic today. What's the glorious golden nugget that you brought with you that we absolutely must remember? If you're going to really move up in your speaking business, you're going to have to get comfortable with intimidation and learn how to turn that into a friend building uh, ability. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. So before we get gnarly with Scott Carley, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Every week we ask a question and we like to play your answers on the show or just hear from you in general. And guess what, Speakernomics fans? I'm feeling a little bit lonely because I haven't heard from you in a few weeks. What's up? I know you're busy, but I miss you. So head on over to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. And we will play your message on the show. So at the end of today's episode, listen out for the question. And we'll ask you to head on over to your link with your computer or your mobile device. Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Let your voice be heard. So let's get into it today. Our guest, Scott Carley, is known as an irreverent communicator. Ooh, I wonder how that's going to show up today. He's a fascination certified advisor, former chapter president for NSA Austin, and a chapter MVP. Ooh, and he's also delivered keynotes in more than 350 cities. That's a lot of speaking, people. He is a change energizer and loves to smoke meat on his trigger. Scott, how are you doing today, my friend? Oh, man, I'm doing great, Robert. It's, uh, it's really good to be here. It's a great time to be alive and be a speaker. Yeah. So let's jump right into this thing. You talked about intimidation, and I think a lot of us are trained either explicitly or implicitly to not be in spaces where we're intimidated why do you think differently? Well, you know, if, you, if you're always hanging out with people that are at your same level and they're always your peers and there's nobody who's, you know, pulling you up, then you're not growing. Yeah. And, you know, a few, few years ago, it just dawned on me. I'm, I'm looking around the room and I'm, I'm looking at my friends and my peers and there's nobody that is is intimidating me. Mm. And I, I don't say that in a, you know, uh, an arrogant way, but I just all my buddies. And it, it just dawned on me, if I'm gonna really move up in my career and in what I wanna do, I need to get around people that, that are doing better than I am and that intimidate me. Yeah. So that's yeah. where that comes from. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, so how do you do that exactly? Do you just decide, you know what, I'm going to drive up to the White House and barge in? And how, how do you find or how do you decide where those people that intimidate you are? Well, I'll, I'll share a little bit about my story and how it you know, worked for me. Maybe I won't say from the beginning. I've been speaking forever, mm-hmm. you know, 20 or 25 years. I was speaking uh, for a bank uh, somewhere here in Austin. And at the end of my presentation, uh, there was a, a lady who, who came up to me and we were sort of friends. I didn't know her very well, but she said, uh, man, Scott, I really enjoyed your presentation. Are you, uh, you're a member of the NSA, aren't you? And I said, uh, uh, I don't guess so. What, what is NSA? <laughs> and she said, well, it's the national speakers association. You mean you're a speaker and you've never heard of that? And I said, nope, not until today. And she said, you need to go check them out. Yeah. Because that's that's where you belong. So I did. You know, I I looked it up and, and there were some meetings that I could attend without being a member. And so I, I did. I, I started going to a few of those. And Robert, <clears throat> maybe I'm just susceptible to intimidation, but uh, I can remember probably about the third meeting. I'm listening to these speakers who are talking about where they're speaking and the level at which they're speaking. And, uh, and all of a sudden I am intimidated. I'm nervous because I feel like these people have, have two or three steps up on me. And man, I took a big deep breath and a lady by the name of Patty Denusi, you may know her, Patty walked over and said, you know, Scott, this is your third time you've been here. I think it's about time you became a member. Yeah. And I said, really? Um, okay, well, what, what, what all is involved in that? And she, she said, well, there's a couple of steps. And, but, you know, part of it, just fill out an application and, and you can join our local chapter. And, and so I did. I, I just took the leap and said, well, you know, you guys are putting on a monthly meeting and I'll learn how to speak, hang out with speakers. And so I did. And again, you know, a few weeks later, I went into my first meeting as a a real member. And, you know, they want you to stand. They're going to clap. We got a new member here. But the longer I I hung out, the more intimidated I got. Mm. It, It didn't relax me. It made me realize where I was in comparison to where they were. Man, I was listening to polished speakers. I was listening to people who had their organization all together, who had platform skills, stage skills that I didn't have, language that I didn't have. And I said, I got to do something about this. So I did. You know, I took a deep dive. And one of those people was Tom Singer. Wow. Now, look, Tom may not intimidate you, but he intimidated the fire me. I just decided, well, I'm going to get to know Tom. If he's one of the leaders here, I'm, we're going to hang out. And so I did. I, you know, I, I went over and I booked my an appointment with him. Hey, Tom, can we hang out? So, you know, we met at Starbucks. And he just started rattling off some of the things that if I was going to be a professional speaker within the realms of NSA and, and the framework that they offered, here were some things that I needed to get under my belt. Yeah. And again, I just said, oh, my word. Well, thank you for a path. And let me start working on them. 
And Robert, that's just that's just kind of the way it worked. I, I started making friends with Tom and making friends with Patty and and people in our meeting. And of course, you know they were super open arms. I don't think I've met anybody in as, other associations that are more welcoming to help you out than people at NSA. Yeah. Let's say that you're a either a beginning speaker or maybe you, like yourself, had been speaking for a while but had not been in an association like the National Speakers Association. You come around people that intimidate you. Is it simply about hanging out with them, just being in the space long enough to get comfortable? How would you advise somebody who is brand new or joining to leverage or what are some of the things that they can do to lessen the intimidation or leverage the intimidation? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty easy answer. And that is that every NSA chapter has workshops. Mm -hmm. They have presenters who come in and they'll, they'll present and their presentations are not a speech. Their presentations are workshops. Right. And so the quickest way that I started getting over intimidation was I went to the workshops and in those workshops, I started learning some of the golden nuggets of how to be a professional speaker. That was really important. And you could bring up, you know, pieces and parts of a keynote to the mastermind. And some of the tenured people would say, well, hey, Scott, here's another way to do an introduction. Mm. Or here's another way to create a hook in your presentation. And so... You know, with just open arms, as they begin to help me become better at my craft, then it, it forged a friendship. I changed from them being my competition and intimidation to my peers. And it was great because they genuinely were there to help me. Yeah. What would you say are some of the most powerful questions or most helpful questions that you asked as you began to get more involved with the chapter and with NSA that helped you grow your business? Well, we, we kind of divide those into two categories. One is the business of speaking and the other is the craft of speaking. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty interested in the business of speaking. Well, I was pretty interested in the craft of speaking because I really wanted to get better at what I did so that I, I would feel more confident out in the professional world. Mm -hmm. So I, I asked a lot of questions about that and, and that, you know, immediately just gave me a, a sense of camaraderie. But then I began to ask questions about the business of speaking. How do I get my name out there? How do I find people who are hiring speakers in a professional level, you know, not at a chamber luncheon where you're going to get a couple of hundred dollars, but right. where you're going to go to conferences and be making a, a lot more than that. And again, some of the speakers that would come in had workshops and then some of the peers that I made there, we begin to, to brainstorm together and ask some of our, our mentors and leaders, you know, how they started theirs out. And so it was a, it, it was a workshop. It was just an, a business working relationship with peers and friends. Wow. So as we were talking about the golden nugget earlier, you talked about being intimidated, but also hanging out with people who were in demand or cutting edge. So as you began to hang out with some of those people, 
Do you remember or can you share with us what were some of the specific nuggets that you began to grab from them with regard to your stagecraft and even your speaking business? Let's let's deal with the straight stagecraft first. What were some of the things that you noticed that you said, aha, let me adopt those? A lot of it was just my vocabulary and learning to speak in a professional language. Not, I have a real West Texas vernacular, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, uh, that is part of what attracts people to me. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, learning how to be polished in what I said and the way I said it, not to ramble on, learning how to organize my thoughts learning how to create hooks and things that we would come back to later on in my presentation. There were just so many skillful talents in the craft of professional speaking that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Wow. Those things started popping up. Let's talk hooks for a second, because I think we hear that term and a lot of people from a speaking perspective, they might understand what it is in an article or news news article. But from a speaking perspective and even a keynote perspective, they may not understand that. So can you dive deeper into that for a moment? Sure. You know, a, a hook is something that that you can say at the beginning very quickly in your presentation that grabs people's attention. And then you, in, in some ways, say, stay tuned for more because I'm coming back to that. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can dive into some other things building up to coming back to that hook. And people are, are, are sitting on the edge of the seat. Some of them will even say, you started a story. I want you to finish that story. Mm-hmm. You, you started with something and you got us hanging on the edge. When are you going to come back to that? And they're not saying that. They're just thinking that. And so somewhere, maybe two-thirds through the way of my presentation or whenever, I come back to it. Now, you remember when I got started, I said so-and-so? Well, let me tell you the rest of the story. Yeah. Those hooks are incredible because they do keep people's attention and know that and let them know you know where you're going in your presentation. I love that completion angle to this. And you actually just made me think about a story that I tell my audience that now I'm going to say, hmm, let me chop it halfway through and keep them hanging on the seat on the edge <laughs> so that I can come back later on. Really good tactic. So uh, tell us a little bit also about what you learned from a business perspective. What were some of the specific business nuggets that you gleaned from some of your your top speakers so i'll tell you the main one and the main one is keep building relationships Mm -hmm. and keep keep going through doors that open up for you and what i mean by that so i I was in the chapter maybe a year and a half not a long time and the president approached me and said uh scott we'd like for you to join the board and i said the board (laughs) uh yeah are you kidding yeah we'd love to have you on our board well, what, what do you want me to do on the board? Well, we want you to help us find speakers to come in and present uh, in our chapter. Yeah. And I said, sure, let's do it. Because that's one of those intimidation opportunities that I have learned to grab. And so I did. I grabbed it and they got me all signed up for what I was supposed to do. And then... I begin to think about, well, I don't know that many speakers. I don't know that many people out there that I would invite in. 
And so I went to Tom Singer. Remember? I built that friendship with Tom Singer. Yeah. And I went to Tom and said, Tom, I'm, I'm on this in this role, and I, I don't know who to call. And he said, I got it for you. And then I went to Mara Thomas. She's also in our chapter. And she said, oh, I'll help you out. And so the two of them began to help me fulfill my role. But as they did, they introduced me to all of these incredible speakers. And I made up my mind that every speaker that we brought in from around the country or around the world, they were going to get to know Scott Carley. And Scott Carley was going to get to know them mm. because they were a ladder up to another pool of people that I really wanted to build a relationship with, a business and a personal relationship with. One of the things that happens with a lot of people when we start to talk about relationship and get, getting to know people who we may be intimidated by or we see as higher than us, it can feel like we are selfish in how we approach. We're, we're only approaching them or looking to get, get to know them to benefit ourselves. How do you respond to that or what advice do you give to people who are beginning to feel that way? Yeah, that's a great point and I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, there's a term for people like that. I won't use it uh, here, but I think it is, it's important to keep in mind that we're here to serve others and to help others. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that I've recognized so much about NSA as a culture. NSA is filled with people that are there to help. As I came into these positions, there were things that were required of me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was the you know, I was the program chair and then I became the president elect. And the next thing I know, I'm president of the chapter. Well, there, there are responsibilities that are required of me. So as long as I have a servant's attitude and I'm serving my community, serving my friends, looking for opportunities for them, then it's a win-win situation. And, and part of what happens is as you help people get where they want to go, they'll help you get where you want to go. And they'll open doors for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tom Singer gave me one of the biggest compliments that I've ever had from a professional speaker. And I'm to, even to this day, it almost sends chills down my, my back. He said, you know, Scott, he said, I've really enjoyed working with you and I've seen what you did for our chapter's president. And now you're, you know, on the chapter leadership board. Um, the other thing that I don't do for very many people, but on my website, I have a list of the top five or top 10 speakers that I refer and you're going on that list. Wow. Wow. I was, I was blown away by that. To me, that's one of the biggest trust compliments a person could ever have. But that took years to get there. That didn't happen. It wasn't flippant, but it was me serving Tom, yeah. me and Tom working together to serve the chapter and then to serve the organization that, that made him feel a level of trust that he could do something like that. Is that incredible or what? That's fantastic. And I, I love that you said that because that also may be an example that a lot of other speakers can follow. I think the whole idea of referral is not something that most of us are intentional about. So the fact that Tom has on his site five other speakers that he refers is a fantastic idea that most of us can, can maybe adopt really good. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Well, there's, there's some other stages too, Robert, that I just I had this mindset and things were happening, so I just kept it. Mm -hmm. So after I was a, a two-term president, I, 
and to this day, I still don't know who did it, but somebody referred me to the uh, chapter leadership council to their board. Yeah. And so that's a board of people who help support chapters around the country. And so I was, I was asked to be on that. So now a zoom page comes up and I'm looking at a whole nother level of people and I'm intimidated. I'm reticent to speak up very much because I'm looking at people who have years and years of NSA and, and they're, they're really successful. And, and I just made up my mind. I'm going to get to know y'all. I I'm going to have zoom meetings with you. I'm going to find out about you and I want you to get to know me, but more importantly, I want to get to know you and find out what makes you tick. And, and I started doing that. And then as opportunity opened for me to share things uh, in the, on that board and, and with those groups, then I got some uh, appreciation or a level of trust. And so my trust credit score with them went up. Mm-hmm. Well, as your trust credit score goes up, just because you're involved and you're, you're trying to serve and help others, that's where the magic happens. And it has been happening. And so... You know, today I've been on that board, I don't know, five or six years. Yeah. And I have very close relationships with the people that are there. We're friends and peers, and some of them still intimidate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me, let's land the plane a bit with this question. So as you're seeking conversations with people who intimidate you, I, I know from personal experience, when I'm meeting with somebody who, man, I feel like they've got so much more experience than me. I feel they're so much more talented and polished than me. Um, I'm a little bit, I felt a little bit of anxiety going into the conversation and um, why would they want to speak to me and, and what what can I do not to waste their time? Do you have any suggestions on questions or ways that we can yeah, essentially not waste the time of the person that we're intimidated by. How can we go into that and create value on both sides? Yeah, that's a great, that's a very important question. I don't have a specific uh, question or something that I can share that is the answer other than find a way to be able to work together with them. Mm -hmm. And so what I found was that any any way like that board that board gave me a chance to work on projects together with all those people yeah and pull them in so sometimes i could do something like this uh hey tom or uh hey mark you might jump on a call i'm i'm working on this thing and i really need some help i trust your wisdom you know you've just got it together would you help me on this son mm-hmm. and they all said yes and so that gave a great way for us to have a project to work on something that i needed help with that had to do with the board or or something else and they would be willing to share some of their expertise and their time and it gave us a way to start building the threads the wovenness of a friendship fantastic does that answer your question it does it does so as we land here we like to ask our guests or we like our guests to ask us the audience a question and we want to encourage you to go over to the speakernomics voicemail box to show your answers to that question so scott what is the question that you have for us today 
So I, I would say, who do you want to emulate as a top-notch speaker, and what are you willing to do to build a relationship with them? Wow. Big two-part question. Who do you want to emulate as a top-notch speaker, and what are you going to do to build a relationship with them. We want to hear from you. Send us your thoughts and your responses by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Scott Carley, it's been a doggone pleasure having you on the show today, my friend. Hey, thank you, Robert. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Enjoyed it. And uh, you and I are going to have to get to know each other better. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who are you hanging with? Who's in your top five? Are they helping you to survive or are they challenging you to thrive? As someone said a long time ago, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. So whatever your dreams are, are you seeking time and relationship with those who are there or are driving hard towards that destination? Let's go, my friend. Put your foot on the gas and drive fast toward your dream with the right people in your vehicle. Drive, my friend. The world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help them solve a problem. You know, the one you saw with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.